0: Three, two, one. <laughs> all right, we're back. We're back. Episode. What do we have to do now? Episode five. Episode five. This is yeah. This is the uh, fish the unofficial, official intro. I of, like it of the uh, of the show until one of us gets a bit of free time. Well, oh, I have, I have no free time. Yeah, you've got I've all got, the free time. I'm
1: working on one. I, just, I want an intro that like. We use every single week and we like. So. And then we can call
0: it the official, official intro. Yeah, Not yeah. the unofficial, unofficial yeah. official yeah. intro. Anyway. So pretty much, guys, uh, welcome back. My name is Carew. I've got Spice to the left of me. And in uh, the studio slash boardroom today... Uh, from where we're recording, I've got Nick Kennedy to my right. you? I mean, a lot of listeners, um, especially a lot of people that follow us now are quite young. They may not know who Keno is, including yourself. Um, oh, not, I know Not Keno super. I thought you f- wouldn't say to me. I'm like, I know who I am. I wouldn't say, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't say you're like over the top familiar though. Um, but Keno, give us a bit of rundown on yourself, where you're from, what you do, et
2: cetera, et cetera. Awesome. Thanks for having me, boys. Um, yeah, so my name's Nick. Uh, I run Club Nights. So I'm an old DJ. I sort of had to... Um, One of the OGs. Yeah, yeah, I've been around for a while. No, I, think, I think it's been 11 years since I started now, or maybe even 12. So so yeah, i sort of morphed from a DJ into a promoter, and that's primarily what I do now. And that's what a lot of people do. Like, we
0: spoke with Bringy a couple of weeks ago. Um, he does the same thing, essentially. Like... He, he had these come up and, and did all his stuff that he wanted to do, and then has kind of moved into more event managing and, mm. and promoting and stuff like that now, um, as opposed to DJing. So you, you kind of do the same thing now, yeah?
2: Yeah, yeah. I think it's a natural progression for a lot of, uh, I think it's a personality type thing too. Yeah. Um, like I was always, like pre DJing, I was a drummer. Um, and really, in, in, in and in yeah. all the bands I drummed in, I was always sort of the. Organiser. It makes so much more sense. Yeah, so that, that, that look that you've got is like okay. It mm. makes a lot of sense. No, 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 I was a death <laughs> metal drummer, so and like when I was drumming in bands, uh, like we couldn't get gigs, and so I'd have to get us gigs, which yeah, would right. be by running my own gigs, and that was where the sort of promoter side of it came into things. Yeah, um, and then. I, yeah, I really, I hurt my shoulder pretty badly. Uh, and so drumming became instantly hard. Yeah. Um, is and that from probably, the drumming or? no, nah, from footy. Ah, yeah. I, like, yeah, you must I, have I just went so hard, so hard. <laughs> just my like shoulder ripped out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish, no, it's not as good a story as that is. I just ran into someone on the footy field and uh, yeah, stuffed it. So um, playing seniors at least. No, I was playing 19s uh, right. <laughs> yeah, There even, goes yeah. the AFL career oh, And uh, the drumming yeah. well, That's what I say to people is, Oh, so good yeah, <laughs> oh, you yeah, know, All was, my careers yeah. out the window God <laughs> oh, damn um, But no, so During that downtime of recovery Because I had two Rico's Within the space of three weeks um, So it was a really long recovery time And I was just chilling in bed And I just picked up laptop And started mucking around on Ableton um, And the drumming background Really helped me with uh, that um, Yeah and then like I Ableton's a music production yeah, software, is, yeah. Yeah, and this was like Ableton version. Mm. Bloody. It was a crack. It was a crack. Yeah, absolutely. At the start it was. At the start it was. And then, so yeah, I started mucking around with some beats, and then that led me to DJing. And yep. then, you know, after DJing for six, seven, eight years, maybe. Um, I sort of started to think more about my future, and obviously getting older, and the travel yeah. involved in DJing, and the instability, yeah, and, fuck, so, and talked, sort of mm, that, the consistency, like, everything. Yeah. yeah, and like just being at the mercy of like venues, being like, "Do you want me this week? Do you not? I don't yeah. know." Um, and sort of like that really took its toll. Yeah. and I just thought, look, I need to take more control of my time, and um, I'll be the one to book the DJs. Perfect. Yeah. And now, now, like you run a few like successful nights, especially around
0: Melbourne, uh, big nights actually, I should mm. say, um, with more due to open up very shortly, mm. if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Yeah, mm. yep. Um, no. So, how how old are you? How old are you now? I'm 32. 32. Uh, oh, and by the way, for don't the look listeners, a day over 22. By the listeners, he's uh, <laughs> just about to just about to pop out a young one, or is uh, his partner? Yeah. I should say. Well, I'm not doing that. No. But, no. Um, <laughs> are you actually? I mean, not you. <laughs> <laughs> no don't <judgment. laughs> I'll
2: be there, boy. Side, but bloody hell, I'm glad I'm not pushing it
0: out. When is the due
2: date? Well, the due date's next week. Yeah. Um. So being here tonight, we weren't sure. Yeah. Today, whether I'm here during the week, (laughs) mid podcast. That's (laughs) what we said. I was like, our podcast
0: ratings just went straight through the roof. (laughs) Like if that was to happen, man has child on air. Um. Where were we?
2: What were we saying?
0: Yeah. So you, yeah, your young one, your partner's about to have a young one. That's right. Yeah. So is about to pop out. Is he first? Yeah, first. Yep. Scary Um,
2: stuff. Yeah, it is. It is. Scary but exciting. I yep. think that we're like we're in a you know we've sort of you got nine months to prepare for it. This is the thing, like yep. pre her falling pregnant. Um, is this a music podcast or am I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like, hey, we're going to get to know the man a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um. So pre her falling pregnant, um, you know I was sort of freaking out. I'm like, geez, we're going to have a baby. What the hell. But yeah. then you've got nine months to prepare. Yeah, like yeah that's right. actually a long period of time. True. Is that? Sort of do you think that? that will
0: affect uh, the stuff that you're doing now? Well, I've sort of. You have to kind of come back a bit, yeah. like you know, take yeah. l- let the reins go a little. Yeah, bit Yeah,
2: definitely. And that, that's something that's you know, for my sort of personality type, which is I like, I do like to control things to an yeah. extent. You do have to step back and delegate a lot more, and be yeah. a lot smarter with your time. Get off the tools. Right. Yeah, and and just your energy too. Like I used to sort of when I was younger, I used to spend so much energy on tiny little decisions that really, in the long term. And the lot, the big, like the grand scheme of things, wouldn't have huge sort of implications. Yeah. Um. And now I'm just like, God, if this isn't if this is a big decision to be made, I'm yeah, not, you yeah. know, I'm, yeah, I'm right, handballing yeah. that off and I'm not spending longer than a few minutes on it. Yeah. And, and because I just need, I need to reserve my energy for the bigger things in my life.
0: Do you do you live in Melbourne, do you? Yeah,
2: I live near Essendon.
0: Oh, yeah, sweet. Absolutely. So it's nice and close mm-hmm. uh, in comparison to someone like myself <laughs> 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 who comes from bloody sticks every week. Um, but when you, so you've been DJing, yeah, you said for, what was that, about 12, 12 years? Yeah, I want to say about
2: 12. Well, I, tw- I think I started when I was 20 and I'm 32, so about 12. Yeah, right. cool.
0: So, where did you start? Like, what was your what was your starter? Uh, this is <laughs> and uh, like a lot of people aren't going to know. Probably half these club nights. Yeah, I, I love these, especially questions. If, especially <laughs> if they're still running because a lot of them aren't running anymore. My
2: my, my trajectory and my sort of my thrust into the DJ life was pretty swift. Um, I was really lucky because I was playing football. I was playing football with Daniel Lamana. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> so, so we were in the same team And so when I was like, hey, you know, I've started DJing Yeah, this you is kind
0: of uh, the path that I'm going
2: Yeah, and he, w- I was like, hey dude, can you um help me out? And he's like, well, yeah, I kind of can right. <laughs> I was like, sweet, that's pretty easy <laughs> so, had he, so was he already, you know, running yeah. what he does now? So he was running, at the time, he was running Fornicated with Danny Grant Yep um, and he was running Crover Fridays. Yeah. Uh, and Mickey Knox, Dean Dal, few of the other old school boys that no one's... That these probably <laughs> <Yeah>. heard of. <laughs> have you? Have you? I sp- heard of the
1: first one, not the second one. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> See, Dale. I've
2: heard of them all, and I've, I can guarantee
0: on my laptop I've got a few tracks of each of these people. Yeah. Because yeah, well, yeah. 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 when it, when I first started, this was like. Cause well, I can't remember what year that would have been now But cause I, I've actually got a few of
1: Keno's tracks too yeah. Um, yeah, stashed, right. stashed away in my wow. old school anthems yes. folder On my the last two copies I love that. <laughs> yeah. I, I love the little shift like on this table Little shift of like generations basically yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not oh, that much
0: yeah like literally the, And just uh-huh. working our way yeah, down yeah. Uh-huh. Cause uh-huh.
1: I have heard of some of your stuff When yeah. I started like making bootlegs And yeah. all that sort of stuff Like yeah. I was thinking It was like just around there yeah. you'd, you'd look through hundreds of different songs You did come up oh, I'm glad. And, um, <laughs> But yeah All the others no. Nah, I'm not sure, <laughs> and there's a lot of like uh, there's a lot
0: of names there that you mentioned that you just you don't hear about anymore, and you haven't heard from about for a while. But um, it's good to see that uh, you know like a few of the OGs are still going strong. Maybe not in music production and DJing, but still part of that industry. Um, and that's a lot of people. Uh, I guess They go through their phases And and they You know Whether they transition to You know Family life Or a standard 9 to 5 job Mm. But um, You're still killing it And stuff Which is awesome Do you have another day job Or is this No No I don't I During COVID
2: Yeah, Dur- I did. this is this is what I was gonna I was gonna <laughs> drive our conversation towards this. D- during COVID, I actually had a really funny thing happen during COVID. Um, so I got a job at Coles yep. during basically the first week of shutdown. You know, we all freaked out. We yeah, yeah, all yeah. went, uh, oh, yeah. God, we're never yeah, gonna we going to work again. Can't pay the mortgage, whatnot." So yeah. I got a job at Coles that lasted a week. Was that night? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Was <laughs> <A week? No, laughs> it night? <wasn't laughs> was with Luke Montgomery, my best mate and business partner. We thought, geez, we're stuffed here. We better get a job." And like, I walked in there and I was just like. What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you quit. You got fired. No, well, I quit. Actually. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Well, ima-
0: imagine this: that the, all the people in the nightlife industry that got they got fucked over during COVID, are all just stocking shelves at Coles. Yep. You walk in, and it's just you know yep. ten DJs, <laughs> you know fifteen promoters, yeah. and, and full managers, <laughs> yeah. that, and, that, and we're, that, we're all looking for the back room Yeah, shelves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. yeah we're um. But yeah. So you gave that
0: up, obviously. Yeah. You,
2: that yeah. so that didn't last too long. It was just the. I don't know I just sort of f- a Bit mundane Yeah it was a little bit I don't yeah. want to rag on it Like it's not It was great I was grateful yeah. for the opportunity it, It'd be a it, big
1: thing For like l- l- DJs Let alone someone like yourself Where going from such a specific lifestyle that you've mm. basically earned yourself Like, mm. you know, you've made everything that you've achieved Yeah, And then just go to that It would be quite underwhelming, wouldn't it? It, it, was, <laughs> it was
2: a strange experience But I, I was, I, like, it was a good experience Because coming out on the other side I, I'm even more appreciative and grateful for what we've got And what we've built right. So, you know, I do look back on it with fond memories, sort of um, Sort of But because <laughs> what happened was I, There were some funny stories around these jobs Because I did get another job after it But on my last shift Of Coles I was dropping Luke at home And I reversed into this chick's car And so For my one week I spent more fixing her car Than what I made In my one week Of working at Coles I was just like You freaking bastard Um, And then (laughs) <laughs> After Coles, what happened? I was still freaking out a bit, but I'm like, I just can't do Coles, so I got yeah. a job at Petstock, uh, right. doing night shift there. Cool. Uh, Seems the, yeah. Just filling shelves again, kind of. Yeah, was doing, I was doing, I was doing, I was just wrapping pallets of yeah, yeah. You know, food and stuff, and it wasn't yeah. too great. But what happened there was my shoulder <laughs> um, uh, that flared up uh, again. That, yeah. Old, yeah. that old
0: sports yeah. injury. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I could have tell could people, gone is, pro. <laughs> I was really good back in the day. I did my <laughs> <Yeah>. shoulder. <laughs> so,
2: um, so that happened, and then I actually. Funnily enough, my last shift of pet stock, I got robbed. Uh, what? No, I got jumped in the no car park. No kidding, yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got jumped in the car park. And how can you say that's so like cool? Like, because to... <laughs> because it's got a great ending. <laughs> right. Um, okay. And what? I was not was not planning on mentioning this, but saying as we're here, I will. Yeah. So yeah, basically, I was selling some studio monitors on Gumtree. Sick. Oh no. Uh-huh. Anyway, so the guy, like, we arranged for the meetup, and they were pretty expensive monitors. We arranged to do the meetup. Um, Krks. Them. Um. Nah, no, they were. Oh my god. Uh, vocals. Twin sisters. Oh shit. Like eight naughty. grand. Eight grand. Yeah. Yep. Benny just fuck. Oh, yep. They're unreal. Yeah so um, yeah, It was those And I sort of thought geez, The time's probably right You know Times are tough I'm not producing that much yeah. anymore I'll probably get rid of them as If you well. ever want them again You can buy another set Well that's the thing Yeah They're pretty the- expensive <laughs> And um, anyway So they're on Gumtree and I'm talking to this bloke And he knows all the right questions to ask And I'm thinking Alright this guy knows his music So yeah, he's right. obviously You know pretty legit So we arranged He lived <laughs> around Where Petstock was And I said all oh, right, look I'm working at Petstock So just come and meet me on my break uh, this date, whatever And he rocks up And I'm thinking Gee, this guy doesn't look like What I was imagining him to look like And the, there's got a, like a guy Just sitting in the front seat of the car Just waiting And I was like, well, that's a bit strange And it- he has PTSD.
1: Like the
0: Vietnam flashbacks. (laughs) Um, Um, Kenner's just frozen up. (laughs) We've broken him. I'm done. I'm out. (laughs) Um,
2: And then anyway, so I sort of started to sort of wonder what was going on, and he. Transfers me the money, and I thought there was something dodgy with the payment. I went into my bank account, like the money's not there, but I've got a confirmation receipt. Yeah, I approached him about it. And mind you, like at this time, like they were holding the speakers. Yeah, and I was like, because but we're at my car. Long story short, I I felt like I was sort of in a bit of a compromised position. Yeah, yeah, and so I walk, I was like in my head, like, Jesus, isn't good. So I walk over to their car, they chuck the speakers in the back. And then I sort of start asking them more questions. Yeah. Um, and then basically they just pushed me, dived in the car, um, oh, reversed, wow. reversed. Yeah. I, j- I jumped out of the way just in case. That's fun. Yeah. And then as they're getting away, like I punch off the driver's side mirror and then they're oh. gone. They're gone. Wow. Um T- take off after him, or are you? Just- no, I was on foot, and oh like God. I was actually on my break at work.
1: Yeah, done, <laughs> gonna <get> the <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> I'll get so, him after <laughs> my shift. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I called the cops, and you know, the cops couldn't really do a whole lot. Oh, um, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut a lot out of the story because it, it went on for a long time. <laughs> right. Long story short, I was pretty pissed off about it, Actually. Yeah, um, and I, I left the job as well because. Again, my, I'm going to mention again my shoulder When I punched the mirror <laughs> <laughs> When I punched the Common mirror off the car <laughs> yeah. I, was, I really hurt my shoulder and I, well, I road can't road. keep working here <laughs> So yeah, I call the cops, I don't do much But a few weeks later, I'm using a few. I'm on a few fake accounts that we use for the clubs yeah. on Facebook, right. and I'm posting in all these oh, groups. Yeah, detective. Yeah, I'm posting mm. in all these groups from
0: around the area. Actually, I I feel like I remember that. I feel like I seen you post about it. Maybe somewhat, someone, maybe, someone I'm like, maybe. not you. I'm I'd I'd interested of in this story. Mm, a, yeah, go on.
2: Um, so, posting the group saying, "Look, I got rolled. Uh, <laughs> the car. <laughs> this, is, this is the driver's car that nicked off. It's missing a driver's mirror. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway." Unbelievably the neighbor of the dude sends me a photo of oh, the, the car, car parked in the front yard <laughs> no of his neighbor's house way. and I was just like oh Oh yeah, I love that neighbour though I can't believe this yeah, Holy love him. shit love Free him. entry
0: for life at Lucky uh-huh. If the neighbor's listening <laughs>
2: uh-huh. <laughs> Literally <laughs> at at Literally. <laughs> what, what you, you say at Lucky Yeah, because we, we help <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually so excited for this story It's the most exciting story yeah. we've had. Oh my yeah. god yeah. What a small world And so, so, anyway So I managed to find out the guy's address Well, the driver's address Right um, Contact the police They're a lot more interested now obviously. Yeah, of course They've got a lead um, Find out a bit more information about them The next thing I know Channel 7 News They've been <laughs> arrested you there was a full syndicate And they'd stolen oh, yeah, 20 right. They'd come down from Queensland They'd stolen 20 cars About 100 laptops Jeez. All of this ele- Like electrical equipment Yeah And so and You
1: know what It was your doing well, That got him yeah, caught yeah, I oh, like yeah. to think so <laughs> yeah. The
2: bad shoulder wow. so bad. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What a and story I couldn't believe it It was just weeks and weeks of work And I was so fuming <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> so I was like To see him get arrested Like He was like Literally handcuffed Walking out the yeah. of the house On Channel oh. 7 News I was like and you, and that, that, At that
0: point He's gone uh, Fuck Pet Stop Yeah
1: a yeah, detective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You went John Wick On them, holy shit! I love that. That's amazing.
0: Fuck! I know. I've I've had like similar stuff like that happen to me before. Not as physical, I guess, but I've had stuff stolen. Like my like I sold uh, one of my old iPhones on Gumtree. Same thing. Um, She handed me an envelope with money in it. I gave her the iPhone opened up the envelope and it was just it was literally fake money and she took off, oh. Right? Oh. And I took off of where I, uh, like in the car, like I didn't plan on telling this story either, but now <laughs> now, now we're on the topic. <laughs> <laughs> she took off. I took off after and I was like I didn't know where she went. She'd gone too far and fucking Should've punched history. that mirror like, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, that's the, thing. Uh, <laughs> see, the old shoulder injury just gave The yeah. too shoulder oh, So you feel my pain. <laughs> <laughs> And we, we did the same thing. We, uh, I've worked out she had, this dumb bitch had her <laughs> mobile phone linked to her Facebook account oh, that she was no. t- she was texting me on Gumtree um, and had her mobile phone linked to her Facebook. I found out who she was, found out she had mutual friends with a friend of mine. We organized for her to, to meet up with this uh, like mutual friend of mine who didn't give a fuck about her but gave a fuck about me. Yep. And just staunched the fuck out of her. Yeah. And she oh. got put, she, cops came, put her in the back of a divvy van and See? shit as well. Oh. 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 Didn't get me phone back. I don't know what happened to that. It probably went for meth or something. Yeah. But um, didn't matter because
1: insurance paid out Jesus. mostly. On that. You two lucky buggers. I yeah. love that. You're next. Yeah. Yeah, the well, next. hey, I've got no crazy stories like that. So <laughs> <laughs> that's been your, You got well, your headphones stolen once, sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well actually <laughs> in saying that I do, I, I've got my two, I only had two USBs earlier New Year's yeah, and, my, <laughs> and, my, and my, I, I used, and I used, to, I used yeah. to wear V-Motor headphones, now wear HD25s because um, they got stolen uh, in a chooker on New Year's. There <laughs> there you no, go. So that personalized V-Motors, it. weren't they? Uh, yeah, personally yeah. It's got my logo and shit so that, on it They'll but sell shortly.
0: I never got them back They'll never. sell shortly for. Uh, they'll say, oh yep Got these from Spice Special edition <laughs> 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 Used Four grand <laughs> um, But anyway Off off that So you worked at pet, <laughs> You worked at PetStock pet <laughs> Oh, we're
2: still back there <laughs> Worked at pet Dog, You got you got rolled the Old shoulder
0: injuries playing up Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So let's uh, now that we've gone through pretty much the entire personal life of yourself. Mm. <laughs> uh, let's talk. Let's talk Melbourne and its nightlife and how how does it compare to now? Because you, you run what's some of
2: the, the, the places you run now? So currently I do code on Saturdays. Yeah, which is at the Royal Melbourne Hotel. Been, we do Flamingo on Fridays at CQ But that's hey. been shut for a couple of years i yeah. missed that plan we, t- we talked about it
0: We were on the way here yeah. I think two weeks ago and we talked about it, and we're like, "Shit, man! Like that
2: hasn't
1: opened yet." We drove yeah. past mm. it right? so, as it soon as I day, saw the announcement. I was like, "Is it back at CQ?" Mm. And I read it. I was like, "Oh my
2: god, mm-hmm. it's happening!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very exciting to have that back. That's yeah. just, that was a real staple of sort of Melbourne's. It was. Life, I it I really felt. was. That was um, the Friday. Mm. Like it's just yeah, that everything. was fun.
1: That was fun. Like, I, I played
0: there a few times as well. It was good. It was um, a really good Friday. If you if you weren't into like I guess. Fucking like, just, just, mm-hmm. uh minimal. But kinda. it still had
2: it. Like they're, they're, their their mm-hmm. their side room was like a main room, wasn't it? Yep, it was. It's a, it's a huge side room. I'd say it's one of the mm. biggest side rooms. And it's like a boiler in, room. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's
1: the most natural boiler room. Like most professional.
2: It's. Sick. Mm. I'm all for yeah, it. Yeah, that that worked out quite well. Um, but yeah, so that's coming back, which is really exciting. Yeah, and um. Sick. um do i do sundays at storyville uh, as well which my you, local sunday yes ah, you beautiful. frequent that absolutely yeah so um, good fun down there too so they're the three weeklies and then throw in you know public holiday eve events yeah, and yeah whatnot it's um it's pretty busy what do you reckon like obviously you would sit like i see spice doesn't see because
0: he's about four <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> pretty uh, set, i was 14 you're saying yeah. i'm four yeah.
0: i don't even record. know if you're allowed to be drinking i should be checking your id <laughs> um the differences between now and then, like, do you reckon- When you say then, are we going back? So when you, I guess when you were on the come up, when you, mm. those names that you were throwing around before yep. were, were all kind of part of the scene I still. like DJing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. You, how much of a difference is the scene from then compared to now?
2: Yeah, it's sort of funny. It goes in cycles. So when I first sort of started DJing, I was just in love with orchestrated. Yep. Like Bardas and Dean, uh, Renata, Mickey Knox, Vidim, uh, all those guys. Yeah They were they were sort of They were the TFU guys Yeah, um, yeah. So I was just in. The oh, you lo- said t- yeah TFU Another one yeah mm-hmm. TFU was like That was Going to TFU That on was Sundays, Sundays as well Well s- Saturdays I started going to TFU When it was on Burke Street Yeah Which Yeah moved around a few Yeah oh. which was sort of Just down the road from Carova, Which again No one would know about
1: Yeah But yeah, I'm like, I'm like Berg Street Carova. Hang on, I need to yeah. do some googling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, cool. Um,
2: so, Ork used to play the two to four every Saturday, and that was just like that was the that slot. was that yeah that was yep. the peak of my week, you know. Yeah. Um, and so you knew what you were in for. when yeah. you were there at that time. And the the difference I think from back then to now is well, there were less DJs. Yeah, DJing. Oh, uh, was it wasn't saturated. I guess no, yeah. not at all. And DJing was like harder to get into. Yeah. Um, mm, you for act- sure. like you actually had to sort of you know you have to get decks, you had to learn to beat match without bloody um record box and yeah all that. like quantize sync yeah. all that yeah. shit all yeah. of that so there was yeah. an actual bit more of an art to it i think uh, i don't want to sound like too old and bitter but i do believe I that back then there was a bit more to it yeah um and so that was one thing but also just the marketing side of it was just so different um i feel like if you got a loyal crowd back then you had a loyal crowd for a longer time right because they, like, like people would keep coming back. Yeah, each they week would. Yeah, they would. And like, you know, you'd release a flyer on like if your night was on a Friday, you'd release a flyer on a bloody Thursday um and just, you know, put it on MySpace. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> wow. <laughs> um and pe- people would come. And wow. that, that's sort of the main thing. Just how competitive it is now yeah. is just yeah. insane. It is. And it like is
0: especially in like certain genres now as mm-hmm. well. Like let's say minimal like we spoke about it last week, like minimal. Mm-hmm is it, it, pretty much every man and his dog wants to play a heavy minimal set for mm. an hour anywhere they can. Mm. They couldn't care less where it is as long as they can just thrash minimal. Um, and obviously that's gonna make it tough to stand out from yep. everyone else. Mm. I, well. I think
1: you said the word before saturated. Yep. Very, yeah. every Tom, Dick and Harry, anyway, basically anyone on the Spotify playlist tries to claim that they're a DJ now mm. and wants mm. to be that next main room headliner.
2: And the entitlement, yeah. Of up and coming DJ. Oh, jeez, again. I don't want to sound too bitter, but nah, like, go for like. But, it, it, but the entitlement all, yeah, of yeah. up and coming DJs is a big thing. Yeah.
0: like you're allowed to talk like that. You've, yeah, you've gone like through it. it all. and, of that's, that, what, and that's what
1: that's what we we get messages every week. That's how they want to hear you talk. Yeah, like they yeah. want it from your yeah. opinion. Uh, I'll, your I'll tell opinion, you straight. So. Though. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Um, kids just want everything right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and no no I work. I grew up in a time where my first residency, like I got put through. All the crap, yeah. Um, mm. And so uh, that was the way, as,
0: as you as you kind of should though. It kind of shapes you as an artist, mm. I reckon. I agree. Going through that, mm. I agree. It I sucks agree. at the time, but you got to mm. got to got to do
2: it. Uh-huh. And that, a lot of people ask, like, how have you managed to stick around for so long? Yeah, and it's well because I think I put the hard yards in early, and mm. I didn't go boom and then bust yeah, too quickly. Yep. And I think like I see that rise with kids, especially sort of um, party DJs. Um, yeah, It's yeah. Um, yeah, pretty no, just, they just go so hard and yeah. uh, smash their bodies and think they're you know they're eaten a bit and then they it's unsustainable for a long yeah. period of time and then there's no kind of growth like where where do you go? After you get to a point where exactly. you're just not going yeah. any further. It, yeah, it, and there, then there is a cap for party DJs. Yeah, like yeah, maybe I don't know. I'm it, not it, too it, sure. It,
1: well, there's only there's only so much you can do playing other people's music. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like the only person that's lasted the longest is Jesse James. Yeah, well, he's ten maybe on eleven years as mm-hmm. Jesse James. Yeah, he's done. So yeah, a gun. but he's um yeah. Yeah, so I agree.
2: I, I, yeah, so that, that's one thing. I think just the entitlement of kids.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and the, obviously the venues are changing or like constantly yeah. venues, club yeah. nights, yeah. etc. Yeah. Um, do you have like you would have had your, your like your weekly schedule where you go like we go to down on Thursday is lucky or Sunday for me is Storyville, you know, etc. etc. How was, how did your week usually plan out? You, you you would have gone through a few benders in your in your lifetime. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> how would your how would your club week like open, uh, shut down, or running? How would your, you know, how would your weekly weekly run of going is on? this at the DJ or is this, event is this honey? back back in the day? Yeah. back in the day. Oh, I've got to be careful here. because um. I mean, I mean, obviously <laughs> you don't obviously you don't go out that much anymore.
2: No, I mean, I'm out a bit, but working business. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah. it's yeah. much business more work pleasure. involved in it yeah. now. Um, back when we started Wa Thursdays, that was sort of the start.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, you're the Wa man.
2: Yeah, we oh, yeah we started Wa Thursdays
0: at at Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has it always been there? Wawa, yeah, Wawa was
2: always there. Yeah, but okay. that was that was TFU before it was Wawa. Yeah, right. Okay, so TFU's been to bloody every Melbourne, yeah. every venue in Melbourne. Right. Um, but so when we started that, that was when things really started to sort of, uh, I uh, my eyes got opened to a whole new world <laughs> of yeah. you know potential of business. And yeah. You know, yeah, and it sort of, I mean, back then too, you know, cash, yep. cash yeah. was a thing. Yeah, and it's like, okay, actually, I've just thought of two things that have gone now from back then, cash. That's not a thing. Yeah, everyone anymore. just taps no. their, cu- everyone their taps card. Everyone's cut invoice, their watch, yeah. which makes partying a lot harder. Mm. Um, because you can't just do the door and then go out in the bender. Yep. And <laughs> yeah, take the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 right. yeah literally. And yeah, then cash you know, only entry. and then <laughs> like, wake up the next day and like, how much do I make? I don't know. I don't care. You know? <laughs> <laughs> now it's like, damn, I really know how much I spent. Yeah. Um, Alright, so that and also promoters. Yep. Promoters kind of don't exist anymore. Like I'm talking, you know, use my list. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, So that was a massive thing. Like, I remember even here at Billboard, like 10 years ago, there was Amy in someone's list. Yeah, right. And they had stickers all over Melbourne, and I'm sure they would have gotten 100 people on their list a week. Oh, yeah. And now that just doesn't exist. Like, you literally cannot get people to promote. You cannot get people to use lists. It's it's, things that's I do agree. As, As
1: someone for, like, Pre and a bit of post COVID, I actually worked for Cloud Nine for a bit, running their a little bit of social media and, and their promoters. Mm. I every single week we're like three hundred promoters yep. every week of me messaging them, trying to get them to do the yep. bare minimum of yep. hey, can you share the flyer on mm-hmm. Monday, mm-hmm. the you know a mm-hmm. post on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yeah. yep. Oh, and then they rock up and it's like, hey, can I have like, can I have three to five mates free entry? Oh, <laughs> 100%, oh my 100%. god, percent.
2: It's a, it's, a, it's the same with us, yeah. It's the same. Yeah. I don't think. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see how that sort of weather. That will ever come back. I kind of don't yeah, feel like mm, I will. I feel nah. like like social media marketing from the brands have sort of taken over that. Yeah, yeah because d- we we just spam everyone with ads now. Yeah, and exactly. that, in, that's kind of taken it's the place of own, the promoters yeah. spamming. Yeah I, I,
1: yeah, I feel like promoters nowadays. It's so hard to just. Pull people, yeah. Unle- is, unless yeah. you're like fresh out of school, you are the popular kid yep. or something. Even then, you only be yep. pulling what maybe fifty people max. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's there's just so much on offer for people now. Yeah, like there's so much on offer. So if you go to a club one week, well, you're going somewhere else the week next after. Week, next week, yeah. yeah. And that's where it's just that kind of like that consistent, like the loyalty with um patrons and venues seems to have sort of gone mm. a bit. Um. Anyway, getting back to your question. <laughs> What'd you ask again? Yeah, so your <laughs> your your weekly run, how would it
0: have gone? Would you were you oh, like a you yeah. know a, a a Thursday to Sunday yeah. person? Were you yeah. a, a Tuesday to Sunday person? Like
2: mm. so, back when so when I was doing wire, I was also DJing, and yep. that was kind of probably the peak of my DJing, yep. where I'd run wire on a Thursday. So I guess Tuesday to Thursday we'd work. You know, work, I'm using it loosely, but, um, you know, work would be playing golf and, you know, replying some messages. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But Luke and I would work sort of Tuesday to Thursday. We'd go out Thursday night. We were young. We'd party. We'd Mm. often end up here at Billboard in the office at, you know, 9, 10 (laughs) a.m. Go home, sleep all Friday. Friday night generally gig. And a lot of those gigs were regional. Or interstate, which, yeah, after a while, I just took right. So, you did, you, you did some regional interstate, stuff.
0: yeah. He, uh, he, you've come down to our area a few times before, yep. actually. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember? I'll see if you remember. Do you remember uh, Candy Apple Fridays? At you the O H in Warragul, be, uh,
2: Warragul G, yeah, bro, um, Some
0: Sometimes there, I remember you were there. For <laughs> oh, even the um, the sporty, yeah, the sporty, yeah, sporty yeah, was a classic. Yeah. Um, what else? Evolution Fridays. Did you ever play? That? You might have been, might have been past your time that one. Maybe
2: I don't know. Look, to be honest, uh, sort of after a while, they blended into one. Yeah, and often you, I was so tired on a Friday night yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, you bad. know it's just mm. like get through You're it, just do it, just get through yeah. it. Um, get home safely. That was kind of the yeah. goal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Saturday nights were generally in Melbourne, like they were the money maker for yep. gigs in Melbourne because you could do like really? multiple. Yeah, in they one. were the
1: money maker back then.
2: Yeah, because I mean, for us, it was it, there would be like Cloud, mm. Wawa, um, maybe like a, like a half regional, like Geelong, yep. something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, there you go. I'm from Geelong. Good old Furphies. So. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> uh, good, good old Furfy. Yeah. Um, And so, and then we would come back and we would do like a wire recovery. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, mm, yeah. And yeah. then, then I used to play at levels a bit. Yeah, um, I actually played at the first ever levels. Really? Uh, which was at the Burke Street TFU. Wow. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Unreal. Yeah, so I've been around.
1: So, <laughs> yeah. So, you you would
2: try on a Saturday night, you would do the, just try to play as many venues as yep. you can yep. absolutely. in the one night. Yeah, on absolutely. City. So, then that was generally like the three, four giga. Yeah. Uh, the Friday, so that would be like the Friday night you travel and you get paid well for the one gig. One gig, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. you're playing in. Middle of nowhere, yeah. yeah. And then the Saturday night, you try and cram three or four gigs in, yeah. Earn the same amount as the Friday night, uh-huh. but you stay in Melbourne, but then but you're not getting home until eight am, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So oh, interesting. That's and then mm. Sundays were generally I didn't DJ too much on Sundays. I did used to play tear a few Sundays, yeah. Uh, Sunday Funday a fair bit uh, yeah, yeah. with Travlos. He was sort of my boy that got me on there. That's awesome. so yeah. And that that was pretty much the week. And then uh, I, I did uni, like I, I studied two different courses throughout that period of time where I feel like I was sort of at my peak DJing. What were you studying? I studied uh, sound production at RMIT. Oh, okay, and then fit- well, that makes sense. Yeah, mm. at, uh, fitness at uh, Vic Union. Uh, a PT as well?
1: Yeah. Oh my God. We've had quite a few. <laughs> it, that's three guests in a row. They've, we've all had a, a connection of doing some sort of PT. Yeah, no it's, way. Okay, yeah, there right. you go. But, uh, yeah. Maybe because it's just Easy, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, so true, yeah. so easy that Spice didn't finish it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> so so, I, so I, I jumped the gun as soon as I got my first g- contract. I was just like, no, nah, fuck, fuck doing personal training. Yeah. I'm DJ whole time. Yeah, yeah. Oh look, I, I, mean, I, worked, I was actually out, right? the same. Yeah. I was
2: the same. Yeah, I deferred and then never went back. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I still after I started some. DJing, so yeah, <laughs> DJing ruining lives, <laughs> <Yeah>. literally.
0: <laughs> 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 kidding. That's, that's, a big, that's a joke. That's a joke. By the way. Um, just for legal reasons, that's a <laughs> <laughs> Um Best venue. Do you have your favorite? Uh, yeah. Can be open or closed?
2: Um, ooh, oh, TFU. Yeah. TFU. Tf- 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 one of the OGs. Yeah. Just. It might, it might not be the best Original is always best like, yeah. the, like the Like the chips, chips. Yep Like the potato <laughs> chips man uh, Showing that, our that, age there Good times there Like you know when you, you're you young And you're discovering things For the first time mm. You'll never forget that feeling No and Oh it's, yeah And that's mm. I've still got that feeling yeah. Around like TFU. I look back on those times And I think Gee the sweat dripping off the wall <laughs> The toilet <laughs> doors being on the ground You know yeah. There's the toilet seats Being nowhere to be found Did you get yourself and, uh, I mean a lot of listeners
0: Won't know what I'm even talking about But did you get yourself Any
2: medallions while you were out about, uh, he got a few. I was never a big medallion person, yeah. Um, I would, because I wasn't so much of a patron, okay, yeah. It that was makes like sense. you kind you, you of, were there anyway. I was sort of there, yeah. And uh, Um, I de- definitely had a lot of war medallions,
0: yeah. Uh, oh wow, right. a what, lot. what did a medallion represent mm, to uh, those that gee, don't that's know?
2: That's a you know, it's a, it's a good question. A medallion was. I'm pretty sure it was free entry. Yeah, skip the line. It, it just, as far went, as I'm aware, yeah, it represented your kind of stature within the organisation yep. that you are. It means meaning, you go mean, out mean, too much. Yeah, meaning basically, <laughs> basically in a nice way, yes. Um, and but just, you could flex it to the other yeah, patrons. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Line. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly.
0: Yep. And the, I guess coming off the back of those, uh, those venues, those old school venues, and like we can say old school because they are they are old now. Um. <laughs> Again, Kate, it's like, I keep trying to like involve you in the conversation. You're so little. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, just the, I'm the spectator enjoying yeah. uh, the new thing. I mean, you're learning. You're learning. Yeah, I am learning. That's what um, I love them. The 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 birth of the let's talk the birth of the juicy wiggle. Now, Ooh. it's oh. it, it was a it was a, it was a big thing. It was it was a huge huge thing. Um, during during those times i i could never i used to always hear like hear about and see videos of people doing this this shuffle type thing right that they do um and i was always too young to go out but i always knew it was part of the scene right it was a lot of a lot of <laughs> a lot of cringe went into it and wh- where did that come from like mm. did it come from the you know the people people getting on the gear and and passing out and that was like similar to how they would act or was it just like you know that the tunes were just fat and juicy. That that's how they, <laughs> how they wanted to The tunes were fat and juicy. Fuck. Yeah. Um.
2: You know, it's funny. I think I believe it sort of originated from Melbourne. Yeah, but hundred, definitely. Ba- back in like the nineties with the, like the hard style scene. Right. I believe that's where it began. Yeah. And then it sort of got reinvigorated with uh, Cloud Nine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah Cloud. Right. Cloud was yeah. huge for it. Huge, uh-huh. huge, huge uh-huh. for it. Like playing there back in the peak of Cloud, playing there was just unbelievable. You know uh-huh.
0: what? You know what popped up. I, you won't know again,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. but Keno might have might see it as well. It popped up not long ago. It was a memory. Um, I obviously follow one of the one of the guys on Facebook, or someone had shared it of a of a cloud basement closing set when the lights came on mm. at like friggin' eight am or whatever it is. Um, Still packed By the Mm, way And they were all Just doing this Doing this Juicy wiggle That we are talking about (laughs) The wiggle
2: was funny Um, It was It was Because because, I mean Although it was Like I've never Like so I mean full disclosure I've never done juice I don't know I've never associated Much with that Sort of scene, yep. um, apart from playing at the clubs. Yeah, yeah. But like, exactly. I don't know much about. I don't know whether doing the drug makes you dance like that, yeah. right. or whether it's like it's there's any correlation at all, or whether that was just a dance and half yeah, the yeah. people weren't on juice. I don't know. Right. It's, it's unfortunately if you do. Just it was like a to trend. Da- it was like yeah, like yeah. If you like to dance, before And before there was you don't TikTok. do juice. I feel sorry for you. <laughs> 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 Everyone will assume you're a juicer. <laughs> yeah. um, but. Yeah, I think um, that really sort of yeah blew up with cloud. Yeah, and then but then it sort of got lumped, because of the drug thing. It got lumped into uh, like yeah, basically if you dance like that, you're a junkie. Yeah, yeah, um, which was kind of a bit sad in a way.
0: It was yeah, and like people like myself, uh, like they go out completely sober most weeks, especially at the moment because on my um, on my big sober streak, I should say. Um, I will still like we talked about it like not long ago. I will still get in the crowd and like and dance and, and party and stuff. I'm like I'm like dead sober, mm, yeah. uh, and I actually get I actually get frustrated when people associate with me with that kind of shit as well. Yeah, it's like, true. It's like man, I'm here. I'm here. I'm yeah. just vibing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, the a lot of the I guess the basis on that on that dance and stuff was a lot of the music that was coming out too. Like mm. there would be certain songs that would come on. People lose their fucking mind. Mm. Um, you know, they would do this dance, etc., uh, etc. Cetera, et cetera. Your, your particular music, talk me through a bit of your production. Like, were you obviously were producing for a while. Um, any productions that you know that you're super proud of, or maybe that you know never made the light of day, you know, mm. kind of thing? All of the ones I'm proudest
2: of probably have never seen a lot of that really wow. yeah because i'm sort of oh, I, like initially <laughs> i was really really into techno like yeah. minimal and techno but not not like melbourne minimal this is before melbourne minimal it yeah, was yeah. sort of like this italian minimal slash techno yeah and that was what i loved and so all of my early productions were sort of leaning towards that yep um i released on a few overseas labels um you know did all that they never did anything like a yep. beatport charts actually that's another thing that's changed a like lot beatport yeah like okay. back in the day you wanted to be in the Beatport charts. If you're yep. in the Beatport charts, it was everything. Yep. Now, oh. it's like if you're in the Beatport charts, no one knows. Yeah, yeah, no one, no right. one cares. Um, and so that was kind of the goal back then. And it was really easy to get in the Beatport charts. you get 10 of your mates to buy the song. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> right. and, and yeah. And in the minimal charts, you were like number five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. I'm a superstar. Big <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So, that's, um, so I did that early on. And then uh, slowly, I sold out. Um and then (laughs) just started loving Joel Fletcher. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Big,
0: huge influence in the in the sound Uh that's coming out of Melbourne. Hundred percent.
2: Back in the day, when Joel was a little kid, like we used to book him at La da when he would have been eighteen. Yeah, and he was just dominating. Yeah, the sounds that he was coming out with were back then. (laughs) You know, groundbreaking for in Melbourne. Yeah, Uh, and obviously, Orc like him and Orc. I always sort of hold them in really high regard as producers. Yeah. Um, Mm. I'm not sure. I mean, they are great producers, but yeah, I think yeah. it was just that time and how old I was and the influence they had on me that I'll, um, I'll always hold them in that regard, yeah. Yeah,
0: and did you, like your tracks and stuff that you will putting out, did you have any that, that went really big or um, I did any a, that you can remember? Mm,
2: yeah, so I did a bootleg of um, a Hunger Games song called Hanging Tree. You sure did. That was, that kind of blew up and then that sort of gave me an, like a new wind, I guess a new lease on my DJ career. Yeah. And that was when... Things started to get too hard with DJ, And yeah. it wasn't So sort of, it became
0: not that fun Yeah okay More um, of a chore Yeah right. a
2: little bit more And as I got a little Because I was about I would have been 26 or something Yeah um, And so It was sort of I just I think I just bought a place with my missus We were living together And then yeah. Uh, suddenly, I was out three nights of the week yeah, again, okay, uh, yeah. and it was awesome. Like it, it was really fun. It was a bit of a whirlwind, especially when Wa We did all these national tours with Wa, yeah, and I went on them. That was great fun. Traveling is awesome, but it's also tiring. Yeah, so that and that was when I sort of thought she. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. How Re- rethink everything continue. a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> is it sustainable doing yeah. so much? I, I yeah. do. I, DJing is still my favorite thing. Yeah. Uh, oh. Put me in. Like I played at tramp last Friday with Luke montgomery oh really and uh that was awesome that was one of the greatest Throwback, yeah yeah one of the greatest experiences because of just how long it'd been since i'd played at tram to a full house do you have yeah. any like what
0: what are your i guess you come from a, uh, a drumming background mm-hmm. so and you did the, the sound production course do you think the sound production course especially for the people listening helped in terms yeah. of your production Oh, definitely so yeah. one of my because we have a, we have a lot of people on the show that mm. do courses but they say no they most of the stuff self-taught but if you've got mm. If you, it's a bit different for yourself. I
2: think what, was, what I took out of it was the simplicity of music, like how less is so much more. Mm. Yep. Uh, in my early days, when I was coming out of a death metal drumming background, yeah. going into dance music, I'm filling up every little in, you know, spot, with, spot with something. With yep. something. Mm. And then I'd listen back and I'm like, how technical is this? And yep. people would listen back and go, you can't dance to it. Yeah, that's right. And so I was like, oh, that's a bit weird. Why? Didn't know. <laughs> and then when Kick, I started- ice. Melody. Yeah, and then when I started studying, all of it got stripped back and the teachers were like, what are you doing? You don't need that. Like, what, yeah. like you need to give the track room to breathe. You need to give people like you, they can't focus on this if that's going on at yeah, the same yeah. time. They can only actually like cognitively process so many sounds at one time or in such a short amount of time. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's really interesting. Mm. So then I did hanging tree, stripped it all back. It took me about twenty minutes to make. Yeah, right. <laughs> so right. It was the biggest song I ever did. Yeah. yeah Shit,
1: so that's a well, that's a that's a really good do tip. Do, mm-hmm. No one's ever said that. Yeah. yeah. Do
0: you think that uh, if anyone's wanting to start? DJing or, or, or music writing and producing that it would be beneficial to go and do one of those Is there any I don't even know if there's any courses like there'd have to be courses available oh, I'm to sure do, do is, kind of thing. Yeah. Did I've you do Did you one. do your course with anyone in, in particular? Or? Yeah,
2: it was at RMIT. So yep. like initially when I started doing it, I thought I might be interested in working in studios or yep. even, you know, radio stations, post production, yep. TV, things like that. Yeah. And that was sort of my goal. It wasn't necessarily to like become a good dance music producer. Yeah, okay. It was just to learn as much as I could about audio in general. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and so I think if you've got an open mind and you're willing to learn like lots of different things within the area, yeah. it would be beneficial. If you purely want to go and learn how to replicate a Will Sparks song, yeah. do not do it. Yeah, okay. It wouldn't interesting. be interesting. Wouldn't help. Yeah, that's good, and that's good to it's good to know because like
0: people, I like people ask me that question and stuff all the time. They're like, "Oh yeah, no, if when you're like, I don't, I don't make my like, I don't haven't made any original stuff. It's mainly just been mashups and edits, um, not much lately because I've been so slammed with everything else. But <laughs> um, people, I, people always ask me like, "Do you did you do a course to learn this? Like, how did you learn? And all my shit's just been on YouTube. Like, that's mm. been oh, my y- biggest mate, teacher.
2: YouTube is the best. Yeah. Mm. Oh my god. Did
0: you like coming from that drumming background? like obviously drumming on like or I guess playing an instrument like physically playing an instrument is going to be a bit different to mm. you know opening a piano roll on a, on mm. a computer and, and mm-hmm. finding sounds and stuff like that did that all come after your course or did you kind of teach yourself that you know while you're going along
2: mostly after yeah I uh, certainly like pre-course I knew what a piano I was. I've got quite a musical family. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm playing in bands. You always pick up a guitar. You know, I did music in VCA. Yeah. So, like, that was my main subject in school. So, I mean, you, you have to know a little bit about. Yeah, yeah. You know the theory. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but actually, you know what? I lied. No, most of the theory was pre course, and then after the course, there was no theory in the course. It was just about the audio like, mm-hmm. like so the, engineering proce- side yeah, of the engineering things, yeah the engineering and the processing side of the audio yeah yeah mm.
0: no that's good and that's good to know cuz um people will still be wondering that um so if you are looking to Get into the more technical side of stuff. The course could be good for you. However, if you're wanting to learn how to make a Melbourne banger, yeah.
2: maybe jump on YouTube. And yeah, uh, or just like ask someone who's done it before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: there's about five thousand yeah. sample packs. Yeah, yeah. 5, yeah. download a sample pack. Yeah, yeah get, get a get a little yeah. up and comer. Like, all, hey, all, all the collab. samples
2: like that was another thing. Like when I started, samples like we would, I'd have to like buy sample packs off Loop Masters or something. And yeah, they were right. all they were all unso processed. Like yeah. so unprocessed. Yeah. Just super raw. Yep, but. super raw. And like you'd have to compress and limit the shit out of an EQ, like yeah, so many yeah. dips and peaks and whatnot. Um And that's changed yeah. Now oh, I'm yeah. like I listen to a soundbite I'm like wow This is the most fucking Treated yeah. kick I've ever heard <laughs> Yeah. perfect Kick bass Put the acapella over it Oh my god <laughs> I was like You don't have to do Any of that shit now I was like wow Okay that's easy I mean mm. it's, it's, it's kind of good In a way
0: Because I mean It it's speeds up the process mm-hmm. That um obviously mm-hmm. You don't have to Put mm-hmm. in all that extra effort yeah. Into I, fixing everything Before you actually Even put your song together uh, uh, So that's always uh, good I guess
1: that comes back to everything when it comes to this scene when like DJing producing everything it's just we've evolved that much that it's more saturated but with things like that it's just it's been around for that long it's more
2: saturated but like I shouldn't Clarify that it's better now than ever. Yeah, Yeah. Like it's it's not like back in the day was so sick. Back in the day was Mm. sick because that was all it was. You didn't know anything different. different. But now it's like, wow, seeing how much it's grown and how many people now work in the industry, it's just crazy. And
1: now now it's so, it's like saturated, but because it's so saturated, it's pushing everyone to be better and better because there's so much competition. Yeah, Uh, Uh, Whether you're a DJ or an event runner, or I feel like, you know, you name it, anything. Yeah. Spot on. Um, how do you think, uh, you know, b-
0: running events versus DJing, What's you, we've had a few people talk about it, um, but what's your pros and cons for each one? Like, obviously, DJing is good because, you you know, you get to travel around mm. and, and meet of people. Maybe the, the travel is part of the problem, though, mm. whereas running events, like, you still get to see everyone, you're bringing in people, making good coin, but you're stuck working every weekend.
2: Yeah, and it's... So, yeah, it's a really good question. So what I struggled with, well, I think it's a personality type thing too. And yeah. it's like a long-term goal thing. If, you're, if you are one of the, like an extrovert, you love being around people 24-7, maybe you don't have a partner at home to go home yeah, to or yeah. whatever. Like if, you're, if you want to be out all the time, DJing, there's nothing better. Yeah. Mm. Nothing better. I, there's no better high than, you know, playing in front of thousands of people. Yep. Yeah, just not. For sure. Yeah. Uh, but then if you're like me and you sort of tick those boxes and you're like, I mean, I never made it big, but it was big enough for me to be like, I kind of don't know how long I can do this before before yeah. I hate it. And I never wanted to get to that point. It was mm. sort of like, I want to so like. If you're
0: going to go out on a high kind of
2: thing. Yeah. And like, I mean, I still DJ occasionally, just not that often. Yeah. Because it, you just can't DJ at your own nights. And that was something that I learned pretty quick. It's really? Like, yeah. Well, when you're DJing and, you know, the manager of the venues. Trying to get you to sort a problem at the door. Yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. a real issue. Okay, true. <laughs> that makes sense. You're like, well, the music's going to stop, or the person's going to be pissed off. front. Yeah, yeah, which one is it? So yeah, that's fair. Um, and that, so I, I, I never thought about that. Yeah. I so I've you never just, put that. You together. can't, you can't do it. I mean, I st- like on Sundays I do occasionally. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Early always early. On it's on always, always on. early in the night when yep. there's like you know 50 people in the venue. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so that's, yeah, that's interesting. So I'd say yeah, and but to get back to your point, the money thing of being a promoter, like. There is so much risk attached to it. Yeah. There is naturally. so much risk attached to it. Yeah. You have to have balls of steel. Sometimes yeah. like, you, like I've lost 10 grand in the night. Um, you know And wow. it's just yeah. like going, Walking away from that Just being like Whoa that's Is, is
1: that How does that happen Is it just from like a, An off weekend If not many people coming out Was it like well,
2: no, no it was It was just a stupid Business decision that Oh really so Yeah so, so we had It would have been 2017 uh, Back Cytrance, It was a bit of a yeah, Trend yeah. with Psytrance Vinny Vici was, yeah, was yeah, big yeah. Thing, yeah. yeah Yeah So it was a bit of a trend With it um, And Luke and I Had sort of jumped on the bandwagon A bit late uh, yep. We'd booked Morton Grinnell at Brown Alley And we smashed it Like we sold it out It was one of the bi- I think it was I think we broke some record At Brown Alley at the time Unreal Which is probably Been broken by levels A thousand times <laughs> <over Yeah. since. laughs> um, But we thought Jeez how easy is this Like yeah, <laughs> This is right. yeah. Anyway yeah, Piece of cake we, Yeah we booked a, We booked another show Like soon after it With a different DJ um, And it just we, we were so complacent Yeah And we thought Every You know Jeez the rollo Like the carryover From the, the success Of the first one will just you know Follow through We won't have to do as much work and mm. it just flopped right. so hard yeah uh, and that was just like a smack in the face and a huge realization that that if you want to do this you've got to put in the work and yeah. it's not fucking easy because there's so many options for people to go to in yeah. terms of parties that like if you want yours to be the one they go to, well, you have to make them go. And you have to sell it to them, and that 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 was a real sort of awakening. So it's very
1: high risk, high
0: reward. Yeah, kind of really high risk, man. Do really people high. have to be if 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 someone is looking to run, you know, maybe has an idea for an event or wants to just get started in in managing a club night or mm. something like that? Is do they have to be involved in the scene already? Do you do you think that's important, or do you think they can kind of just approach, you know, a venue and say, hey, this is this is what I had an idea. Here's my business plan
2: like mm, good question so it's actually a funny one a lot of the people that we that work with us yep. behind the scenes have no involvement in no at all, at all. Mm. and we actually if they're handling say they're handling data they're handling anything that's sensitive yeah i not i mean i personally but it's just kind of a bit of a common consensus that it's kind of good if they're not involved yeah. in too yep. many other Venues or nights, right? Um, it's just it what I'm focused on. The you know, the yeah, task. kind of, and it's just like, yeah, with some of the information, you just want it to be handled by people who you know, aren't reliable, and yeah, yeah, aren't going to get poached by the club over the road in a yep. week and take all your data.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's
2: a big thing. Yeah, it is, and it sounds a bit paranoid, but yeah, like no, But, but I, I when you agree. when you get to that like a certain point, you're like, oh, we're handling a lot of data here. This is kind of mm. this is really valuable to us. Yeah, no, you it need it to know be. what what's working, what's not. Mm-hmm. You know, the demographic, etc. Um, totally, et cetera. totally. And like when people have access to that, you want to make sure that they don't yeah. do anything dodgy with it's
1: it. Like your, it's like your, what is it, the Krabby Patty like secret, secret formula. formula? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. secret right. formula to that venue. You don't, you don't want others to. Yeah. Uh, but, oh. um,
2: but to answer your question. The best way to go about it would be just to approach people. Yeah. Like, just to be really open and- you know, Appro- Approaching, like, like, venue owners? Yeah, venue, venue yeah. owners, promoters, any, any single person that you know has any attachment to okay. a venue or not. Yeah. Like, just, just, just talk to them and tell them your kind of goals. And that's what I did. Yeah. I was, I was so persistent. And it was just like, when LaMana- So, LaMana, when I was playing footy with him- he, he couldn't give me a gig straight away, probably. Was he because already at Cloud? Was at no, Cloud no, 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 no. Huh? Cloud, was, Cloud was way later. This was when he was still doing Crover and Fornicated with yep. Danny. And when I said to him, hey, mate, uh, I'm going to start DJing. Can you give me a gig? He's like, uh, no. Yeah. But I'll keep you in the back of my mind. Like, play some other gigs or at least give me a mix. And yeah, I was like, exactly. oh, sweet. Okay, yep. cool. So then um, I just banged on the door of Ross Hawkins. Who I know he, that name Yep So he ran Poison Apple at the time Yep and right Poison Apple was at La And it was such a sick Saturday night <laughs> uh, And a lot of people from our area Which is around Essendon Went there every Saturday Yep And they actually funnily enough Started to do a Thursday night In Essendon and I One of my mates told me They're like Go to this meeting You know they're running This Thursday whatever And I was like Jeez I, 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 I could not DJ Yeah I, Like I bought some decks But I sucked yeah. And I went to the meeting And I just bullshitted my way Through the entire thing oh, I like Anyway <laughs> Anyway <I> was, <laughs> This is another really funny story um, They said to me At the meeting They're like Awesome um, You're a local boy You can probably bring a few people Can you play in the deep house room On the opening night And I was like yep, fucking <laughs> yeah, <course>, Yep yeah. Absolutely <laughs> anything, anything you want I've got, and, uh, anyway, yeah. I walked out of there Going what the fuck Is deep house yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know i did absolutely no research and rocked up and played a huge minimal set Oh no, Unreal. that's so funny because
0: i when i first started i got my first oh. first gig at the pub like my local that was at candy apple fridays and uh i was still 17 at the time yeah. so i could go in and play my set and then i'd have to leave straight afterwards yeah. so i couldn't drink or nothing there but it's funny because I, I had to promote for that night too and uh, you know i had a lot of overage friends so they are like you know get fucking 20 people on your list and you can come play. I managed to get a, like a, a fair, fair whack on there. Like, cool, come down. Like, we'll, we'll chuck you on. Um, they put me on an opening set and said, just, just play Tech House. Yeah. And I, I said the same thing. Well, I've been playing bangers flat out. I'm like, I'm ready to put on the
2: biggest set of my life. like, <laughs> like play Tech House. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, it, it, no. is, it is funny. But the funny thing was, so... Uh, Despite the fact my set was an absolute train wreck uh, and I played minimal and they wanted Deep House, did they rinse you for it? Um, no, because I bought people. Oh, so the yeah, next yeah, week I was yeah. in the main room. <laughs> oh, see, <sick. laughs> There you go. Yeah. I was like, fuck, how easy is this? <laughs> and then the week after that, I think I was in at Lardida on a Saturday um, and I ruffled a few feathers there because of my lack of. Um, care for their musical structure <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> but, yeah. You know I was like a 19 20 year old kid yeah. Like still you know The footy boys going in How sick am I like, You don't think You don't do not think about it. Now I'm like a bit older And I run nights I'm like Jesus yeah, I would yeah, right. I would have yeah. punched myself Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Absolutely Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if,
0: anyone, if anyone is wanting to get into, yeah, r- maybe running a club night or something like that, so hit he- up you.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah well, 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 man. Whatever. He'll make you a partner yeah. instantly. <laughs> 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 like,
2: yeah, just play a really shit set and you're on. Yeah, <laughs> no,
1: well, we'll off of that question, I've actually got a question for you because yeah. that whole getting started with what he's just said, obviously I don't think he means that, like, you know, just speak to someone to get your foot in the door. That obviously doesn't mean that you just instantly no, make a career of it. You need to start from the bottom, work your way up. Yep. How did you make that transition from DJing to your first sort of events? And then just th- that's the part that I'm really personally uh-huh. interested in. Your transition to DJing into event running, and then eventually too, you just running multiple nights? Yeah, good question. Because so oh, you have to kind of fa- like phase it out, I yeah, guess. Yeah, because as, as you said, it's quite, for people that mm. uh, have that personality in this industry, it's, mm. it's quite a transition.
2: Yep, yep. So with Wah Thursdays, that was the fir- so I worked at Lightedah, uh Poison Apple for I think three years. Right. And then and, like, at working as in? Working is in running the side room. So what happened okay. was when I went there, after my disastrous Thursday night <laughs> yeah. Deep House set Yeah sick <laughs> And they said Come in and play On the Saturday In the Tech House room Right <laughs> I thought fuck <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know how Minimal's <laughs> gonna go <here>. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, So they were like Tech House room It was called The Tech Republic Some great DJs Like uh, Bianca White uh, A few others Really right. good DJs And they really knew Their craft And really loved Tech House And I strolled in You know again <laughs> yeah. Just destroyed The big thing I played strange. Stability is my first song. I think at like you know eleven p.m. Huge <laughs> oh, oh, like, song, by the way. Huge, <laughs> yeah. song yeah, yeah, It was uh, that was the number one on Beatport back then, which was like number it's one huge, yeah in the world. Yeah, yeah um, so then they uh, and I sort of said to them, "Look, have you heard of Adam Bartas <laughs> And they said, "Yeah, we've heard of him." You know, and I'm like, "Jeez, oh, like they're doing really good stuff." Like, yeah, TFU is pumping the lines around the fucking block. Mm. Um, the tech house, you know, it's it's good, but it's not. Killing it, yeah. at La up And so, I house said,
0: and deep house ain't no minimal, No. Nah. Or in Nick's case, it was. Well, it was, it was <laughs> <laughs> absolutely <laughs> was. Um,
2: and I, so, I planted that seed, seed, and sort of said, "Look, if you know, yeah, guys, ever want to explore this style of music, I would be much better." For you. Yeah, to help, help you out, help with, you that. out with that. Yeah, right. and so you approach
1: them like a businessman.
2: Yeah, I, just, well, I was, again, like so young and naive that I thought, like, i would just walk in there and tell them what I thought and it was a good idea. Yeah. And it turned out it actually was. It was right. like, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it was just, you know, ignorance is bliss. I didn't know what yeah, other people would have yeah. thought of me at the time. Yeah, right. I was just like, oh, all whatever, been there. whatever. And so then eventually, about maybe two, three months later, they said, all right, well, if you think this is going to work, you run it. Shit. Uh, and Just so get, that was my the first little foray into running a club night. Um, mm-hmm. So I started working in the office with them like four or five days a week. And getting paid to work in the office, too. Getting paid. Yeah, uh, that's nice. And so that was good. That was the first little bit of stability that. I'd had from the industry, yep. and, uh, well in my life actually. Yep. Um I'd never really experienced that. I'd only worked pretty crappy jobs and get mm. jumped and <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> getting <laughs> <and> jump. <laughs> get <he> jumped. Fuck getting jumped. PTSD, don't talk about it. <laughs> um But so that that was my first experience and then from there we started Wah Thursdays. And then right. that was the greatest thing That ever happened to me Bro that when Growing up for me oh. Like
0: I just hit 18, 19 oh. That, that, that kind of At that age between 18 and 20 Wah Like it would always be wah and lucky Like yeah. I'm still at like, lucky now Because yeah. wah If wah was still open mate I would still be there as well Yeah I used to I used to love it yep. I used to love it And those like Those iconic like Icicle lights That always yeah. used to be on the roof The dildos Yeah <laughs> that, that, They're still there They're uh-huh.
2: their sto- uh-huh. in <laughs> there for Storyville yeah. the, yeah. yeah, We've so got some the of dild- them at Code too Fuck <laughs> Oh really Yeah the dildos fighters, are still are hanging around. The dildo <laughs> lights. Yeah, so, right.
1: So interesting. So you've basically you started um, doing the side room and then yeah. how did you approach because WA was your baby, wasn't it?
2: So what uh, this is so while Steve, the owner of Wire at the time. Right. He he already had a Thursday. Right. Uh, and actually, so we we went to while with the Poison Apple guys okay. from Saturday night. And so I, we started running it all together. And right. then a few. So you, you approached them, and were like, hey, I've been doing this yeah, thing here. Yeah. It so basically, it's a resume. Basically, of like- w- what happened was after. So Poison Apple would have finished around 5 a.m. Right. Uh, and then obviously, being young and wanting to party, we'd all kick on mm. and we'd go to WA for recovery. And so I got to know Damon Walsh. Was it was recovery 4 a.m. onwards? 4 a.m. till about oh, probably 10 a.m. back in what, the day. What time was the mm. license till? Wow that license is twenty four hours. <laughs> Fuck, <I don't laughs> really? Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Still, still, it's, a it's still, still twenty four hours. It's yeah. still the same license. Yeah. yeah, yeah we right. shut at seven a.m. on Sun- Sunday, Sunday uh, yeah. Monday morning. God, Sunday. Those licenses are rare now. Oh, the, yeah. the yeah, Good luck. That's why, the, like, the business was so expensive mm, when yeah. it when it sold. Mm. Yeah. Um, because you buy the license essentially. But yeah. So go on to go on to recovery straight. Yeah. Yeah. So we would go to recovery from Poison Apple, uh, and then I just got to know people at Wawa, and then yeah. I, I sort of reached out to them and said, "Uh, what about a Thursday?" We, and they sort of took it and said, yep, cool, let's give it a crack. And then we took the Poison Apple guys over. We all sort of did it together. There was about four of us. Things sort of didn't really work out in the long run. Um, And then eventually Luke and I just ended up taking over and doing Wild Thursdays ourselves. Okay. Um, And then that was a real blessing. That was the best thing that happened because we learned, we got the opportunity to learn how to run a nightclub, but on like a really small scale. And Mm. so we could make every fucking mistake in the book and and it wouldn't be like costly. It wouldn't be financially like, you know – Broken or yep. anything like that So so that was really good And like making a lot of mistakes early is Super important okay. Just make every mistake you can Because then you won't do it again That's how you learn well, You learn yeah. And also like The ramifications are so much less yeah. like If we made that same mistake now It'd be like Well yeah. <laughs> yeah, We're in got, trouble yeah. But um, back then It's like Well the, the 30 people in the venue So that was kind of A real learning curve And then we were there For like 5-6 years Doing Thursdays Unreal Um, and then as Thursdays got bigger and bigger, we sort of branched out and I was always really conscious of the fact that I knew that every business has like a life. Mm. Um, And so when that business was at the end of its life, I wanted to know where I was going next. Mm, Yeah, of course. And it didn't actually happen that way at all. It was just like when it ended, I was broken. I didn't didn't know. I didn't have any plans. Um, And that was sort of, that was probably the hard one of the hardest times of my life actually. I think about it because it's just, Go, going from something like up here mm, to ground zero to, to start again to yeah, sort no. of like geez I'm I'm unemployed and have no yeah, what standing within the industry or anything yeah. like that um and so that was kind of a strange but but getting back to your point that the transition mm. was Wow well, Thursdays because right. I got to work run a nightclub on a Thursday and then still have my entire weekend free to DJ right. yeah and so when I was DJing at other clubs. I was building networks. Yeah, still, still, yeah, I, still I was going, just yeah. networking for everyone else, and then we'd utilize their resources and them on Thursdays. Yep. Because essentially, back then there was only Lucky and Wild Wire on a Thursday. Yeah. So that was only two competitors. Yeah. And so once when we started, there was no Lucky. Lucky didn't exist. It was Billboard Thursdays. Right. Oh, really? Yeah. So we when we started, it was Billboard Thursdays, and so we were booking Joel, we were booking Will, we were booking all. Yeah. You know, every week all the heavy hitters. Yeah,
0: well, maybe actually, maybe not heavy as heavy as they are now. Not
2: heavy hitters now, but <laughs> no, they were, back then they were kids. Yeah, yeah, percent. Uh, they were still very popular, but just kids. Um, and so then when Lucky started, that was a real kick in the guts for us because they just made everyone exclusive to fucking Billboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. we lost our entire DJ lineup, <laughs> and also like that was the point of difference from us. While we coexisted really peacefully. Until that point, yeah, and then yeah. it was like, "Damn, this game on." It's like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if we can't book Joel and comes all show, of man. our main DJs, and they're yeah. playing these the same music we're playing, yeah, we've yeah. got this crazy club with thousands of people. Yeah, it makes and it really and hard. We've got yeah. this tiny club with fucking dildo lights. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so like, you know, so that was that was the first point where we realised how competitive it was and how instantly something can be just taken out from underneath yeah, yeah. yeah. crazy uh and so that was pretty hard but we, that was good again a learning curve, learning curve. Yeah. so we learned a lot from that moved on um all the while still djing on the weekend and yeah meeting people and trying yeah, right to yeah. sort of plan something post-war so th- it's probably a good question leading after
1: that once you've basically hit bottom level like ground zero mm. of like what just happened to you how did you get back into it the um, event Because what was after that Was it Then Code and stuff uh, No that was much later wasn't That it? was yeah, a yeah. bit later
2: So after Wawa We Well what happened was So Storyville Which is still around now yeah. They bought Wawa Okay uh, yeah, and same, same venue Same yeah. venue Yeah so they bought Wawa And Like they'd sort of said to me Look we, we still really like what you do You can probably have a job With us going forward But like there was nothing locked in So I sort of right. thought In the back of my mind Gee I might still have a job But I, I'm not sure yeah. Will I like it You know Storyville's a bar yeah. I'm used to fucking dildo lights and bangers <laughs> and kick-ons. Uh, so I'm not sure. I didn't know what was going to happen. And then um, a, a real bit of luck, a local venue of ours in Mooney Ponds, Deluxe. Deluxe. Yeah, I yeah. don't know yeah, that venue. Yeah. You know Deluxe. Yeah, um, so we're pretty, we were pretty close with the owners and they reached out to us and said, um, do you want to – it's actually a really funny story. They said, do you want to run Saturdays? And I was like, oh, fuck. Like at the time – no, like that had so many flops. Yeah. You know, and yeah. like the venue want to be one of them. had such a shit name. And we were like, oh. no, can't do it, can't do it. Um, and I said, I actually said to them, I'm like, oh, look, if I do do it, uh, I'm going to have to talk to my business partner, Luke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they thought I was talking about Luke Adorovich. Oh, <laughs> and right. like yeah, sorry, Oh here we go. And they're, they're like, mate, whatever it takes, <laughs> <laughs> you just have anything. Like, what, tell me what you need. What, what do you need? And I was like, Jesus, They really like Luke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. And so, and Luke was overseas at the time. I was in New York or something. And I called him. Like, do you want to do deluxe in year? New York? You tell him <laughs> that's yeah. definitely your door. Yeah, <laughs> well, that was the thing. I said he's overseas. He's in America. I need to talk to him. It might be a few days to get on. And they were like, mate, they were just jumping out of their skin with excitement. Uh, and I'm like the whole time, I was like, I did not know why. I'm thinking, mate, we've just flopped. Why? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why are you so keen? Anyway, we didn't flop. While we ran it for six years, by the way. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, so he was sort of like. Uh, Oh, yeah, maybe let's give Deluxe a crack. And we had another mate, Anthony Molinaro, who is still one of our best mates, absolute legend of a bloke. He, um, we met him at WA, and he's a local Mooney Pond. So we took him over to Deluxe as yep. well. Um, we all sat down and had a chat and thought, yeah, let's do it. Let's just give it a crack because if it doesn't work, there's nothing to lose. Yeah, like, we're yeah, not we're not going to put our names to it. This is how like, much we thought it w- wouldn't work. Gonna, yeah, yeah, it was just going to be shit. Uh, we didn't put our names to it. We didn't really sort of want to be attached to it in any way uh, and thought like it might run for a couple of months yep. if it works, if, you know, if it doesn't, who if, cares? Yeah, if it works. And then anyway, so we called it Disco. It just Oh f-
1: you're the disco man Yeah, I, disco uh, man, I'm no, I've never man. been there But I remember fucking, I remember hearing disco man, It
2: blew up wow. Like it fucking blew you're, up That's so weird yeah. I've just
1: had a whole Like fucking yep. You're yeah. the disco man Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: So um, I, I mean Obviously the owners Of the venue yeah. Worked yeah. out pretty quick That it wasn't Luca <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 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 they were like Wait what is this Did like? they find out Before you launched <laughs> no, the night We kept that from them That's amazing Yeah so Then uh Yeah no That was all systems go Pretty early on That was a real sort of. That was a crazy ride That was like the next phase There's the wah phase of my life Then there's the disco phase of my life Then there's like The code phase of my life Um, And in the disco phase That was like Ball to the wall partying Man Like proper partying It was on Oh, Because again That was the first Like we'd gone from wah wah Where we were You know You'd do 300 Over the course of a night Yeah yeah. I don't know Probably 100 were free Um, (laughs) Yeah And you're sort of like Yeah it's good Like you could live off it But it wasn't you never felt that comfortable right? Um, because it was a very niche scene in mm-hmm. a very small venue. Yeah. Yeah. You sort of always felt like – Like geez. a weird sub-region of like – Yeah, films. and I just always felt like, geez, how long can this particular style of music be like the flavour of the month for? Yeah. And then so it was a conscious decision once why ended to go commercial because right. we're like – it's always going to be popular. Yeah, always. Uh, a commercial d- is commercial. Yes. The yeah. genre could and change, it, but it's, yeah. And finding promoters for Wire became really hard in the end. Yeah, um, Because, you know, you have to find people that literally just like that style of music. Mm. Uh, and it's good for, you know, people like it for a couple of months and then it's like, oh, they get over it. And yeah. so retaining promoters was hard. Everything sort of became hard at wire in the end. And then when we did disco, we had two rooms, a huge main room and a massive uh, sort of side room, which we sort of went more tech house and techno. Mm. Um, Not minimal. We, well, we did do a little bit of minimal. Aid. It was up to me. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah, it was minimal all night when I was playing. <laughs> um, but no, nah, we did do minimal. Shit, we did do minimal towards the end of the night. Um, but but disco blew up, I and mean, that was sort of that was a crazy part of my life. Like the the closing night of disco, um, we'd already worked out actually that we're moving to code. Like, yeah. And so we already had the business plan. We had everything ready to go, but we hadn't told anyone. Right. And so we shut Disco down only like a year and a half in. Wow. And we were just like it was the craziest ride of my life, but there's an opportunity in the city yeah, with bigger. an even bigger venue. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. to do essentially the same thing as Disco yeah. with in a much more central location that fits 3 times the people. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a no-brainer that we had to end Disco to move to Code. Like, yeah. Um and the closing night at Disco was just insane. Like we had we uh, we had undercover cops. We had... Really? uh, (laughs) Yeah, because because disco was such a... It was a bit polarising. It sort of pushed to... Like, we had the local footy players, then we had, like, the the actual locals, the local footy players, then we had kids from, like, other burbs that wanted to come, that, you know... Punched on with this footy team because they yeah, were the right. other, footy. you know, it was a crazy, crazy environment. Yeah, and when right. you, pack, you
0: can't do anything because your shoulders fucked, right? <laughs>
2: exactly, exactly. I was, you know, <laughs> all saying, "She's on handle you all," but uh, <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> uh, uh, um, and so that was that was crazy. That that was just actually a crazy ride. It's I sound like a wanker saying it. <laughs> But like, it genuinely was just like, what the hell happened in that year and a half? It like, fuck. Yeah, yeah has sounds
1: sick. But now, but, I mean, now you're at Code and Code's going pretty strong now for mm-hmm. a Saturday night, which is sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, wow, I can't believe. Um, just, Sorry, just like kind of reflecting on all that. It's crazy how... Um, all that just from one side room of, you oh, know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh, oh, yeah the,
2: the, the moral of the story is just don't stop, yeah. Like, no matter what people, everyone's gonna say you're not gonna do it, or you know, you're not gonna do it well, or you know, just be careful, or what if it doesn't work? Who cares? Yeah, if like, it, doesn't, it doesn't work, it doesn't work but exactly. You're in the same yeah. spot as you were a couple of months ago if it doesn't work, yeah, like, true, big shit, true. you know, move on. Um, yeah. and so that would that that really is the moral, just keep going and keep pushing. And if you do believe in something, just do it. 100% do it Because like What's the worst That's going to happen Unless like You do something stupid Which is like You know Borrow heaps of cash To mm-hmm. run an event Like a You know A movement on event And you're a minimal promoter Like mm. don't do that Yeah right But um, If you genuinely do believe That you know You've got the resources And the ability And the skill And the time to dedicate yeah, To it knowledge and the yeah, knowledge
1: Yeah do it Go yeah. for it 100% ba- Baby steps in Absolutely a way. Yeah yeah
2: It's been a very slow Trajectory and progression but I'm kind of glad
1: Yeah mm. God I'd love that oh, yeah, oh, Everything good. you said That's unreal What do you mean You're, still, you're gonna do it Well, oh, well I wouldn't you're mind You're still young doing it. I'd, yeah.
2: love, I'd love to get, do it all again oh, Yeah
0: oh it would be a good ride eh? yeah. uh, I think that's a good good spot To get into our Question of the week So mm-hmm. um, Question of the week We, we post on our socials uh, Facebook You know Instagram Snapchat All that kind of stuff We get people to ask questions That they want to know The answers to right It mm-hmm. um, can be anything To do with the industry um, Each week we'll, I'll find one I'll pick it out What I think's You know Kind of most suited to the guests that we've got on. This week, we've got a question that got sent in from a guy on Facebook called Aiden Gleason. Uh, now, Aiden has asked, what do you think the most important step is to getting your first gig? And after
2: that, making a good impression with promoters, DJs, and Mm. other industry people. Okay, great question, Aiden. So showing your face is really important. Don't just send a message on Facebook. We we, we talk about it all the time. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. rock up to a club. Because every club, I mean, despite the fact that the music – you know, structures might be similar across different clubs in Melbourne. They've all got nuances and they're like, they've got things that are particular to that club. Yep. Uh, And so going and understanding the crowd, understanding the flow of the music, the structure, all that stuff is super, super, super important. No minimal when there's deep house. Exactly. Yep. (laughs) Don't do what I did. Spot on. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So that, that would be the number one thing is showing your face, but also being open to things like it's sort of like a footy team in a way where if, uh, say it, Code, if we have – we do have, so it's like four amazing DJs that we book literally every week in the same fucking order basically yeah. in the main room because they just know it so well. It works. Like I, I hate to say it, but like a main room DJ who wants to play that set, is, it's going to be harder for them to get that set at Code because yeah, yeah. we've got really good players already. Yeah, that sure. know that know and everything so, about it. Uh, so I think that if you are looking, look at clubs that maybe you might not be your first preference, but you think you could add something to. Um that that's a really strange one. Yeah. But but I think look at who they've got what they're doing and don't just be like I oh, I can do the same thing that someone's already doing. Yeah. There's mm. kind of no point to that. That could yeah, be no. like your wild side room essentially. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. So if you think you can add something or whatever go for it. Um but don't be kind of don't be too uh, upset if it's like well we've already got 5 DJs who literally do that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and I guess that's one thing. But yeah, just showing your face, rocking up, being a good person, having a laugh. Do everything with a smile on your face yeah, yeah that, it's, a,
1: it's a yeah uh-huh. it's a, it's interesting you say that because one i totally agree and a side thing on that um i remember when i started playing like started coming up in melbourne because i'm a geelong boy i started first playing in melbourne at cloud and then code started opening and mm. i met like jackson young and yep. ollie willand and all yeah, that. yeah. started oh, started legends. getting to know him and everything and they said that exact thing what one I, it's when i just signed with that sound so they were like oi you got to stay with us at cloud because you signed twice. Yeah. You can't go to code. There are competitions. So yeah. I was like, ah, damn. Yeah. But yeah, I, I totally agree. They were like, they've got a good thing going actually at Flamingo as well. It was yep. very, I, I, I have not that I was a resident there. I only played there a few times, um, but it wasn't until I started showing my face there. Yeah. Um, because, and then I was like, oh shit. Wow. It's good to be here to know what's going on. Get, get it. Yeah,
2: definitely. And, and I should clarify, like, I'm not saying don't, don't give it a crack. <laughs> if they've already got, you know, DJs. Yeah. yeah. On the style, Still, like, you often, can ask the question. There's nothing it, wrong with that. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, put yourself out there, but understand the structure of the night and what you're providing and what they've already got and yep. where you would fit into it. I mm. think you need, uh, sort of like you need to understand, you need to know a bit about yourself as well and sell yourself in a certain yep. way. Yep. Mm, that's good and that that in turn
0: doing all those things will then in turn make a good impression with the people that are important (coughs) yeah to that uh to that particular thing that you're wanting yeah totally
2: totally from my point of view it's like we run three nights a week my inboxes are just chockers full of Mm. people wanting to get involved in any any capacity (laughs) uh and i can't differentiate any of them through an inbox, yeah, but I can differentiate someone when they're in my face, yep. Mm. Um, and that's that's the difference. Yeah, there it's it's funny. Um, when
0: when uh when I first started talking to, to Kenno and um, I, we were talking about I think it might even be been about Sundays, and I actually went back into my messages to to send him a message because um, I'd spoken to him, I'd seen him <laughs> while we were out like multiple times, right. Mm. And our, one of our last messages was him asking me to to like send in a mixtape or something like that from like <laughs> 2017. Like, <laughs> and it, it, I mean, and obviously, I mean, obviously, it worked out not too bad because yeah. uh, like we, like I'm part of the, the crew on, on a Sunday mm, now, yep. which is which is good fun. Um, but yeah, like you look at that, like that was a that was a long time ago for me. Now what's that? Five years, six years, something like that. Mm. Um, and a lot can happen in that five like five or six years. Mm. And that that was literally me reaching out. Um, Actually I think I think that was actually if I remember correctly that was for uh, wah yeah, uh, no it sure. would have been yeah, yeah, that's it. So, um, but with
1: that message too, I know you've put your work in in person. Yeah, I mean, yeah. As that's, you that's, said. That's the only yeah.
0: reason that I sent. I, I felt comfortable sending that mm. message because uh, I had gone mean? out to the to the club multiple times prior right. and mm. met a
1: few people there and got him to remember my name first and right. then, you uh, know. Just more genuine, isn't it, too? Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. as you said, there's a hundred if not a thousand people trying to be that totally, person.
2: Totally. And like working, you know, I mean, it's not like a close working relationship with promoters and DJs. As such But mm. at the end of the day You still have to deal with them Yeah And so I want to know What someone's personality Is like yeah, know, yeah Before I give them It kind of represents yeah. The club yeah. a bit as well oh, With their
0: promoting it too
2: Absolutely And so like I want to know How I think you'll react If I say Hey man um, Can you do this Or yeah. can you do that I, if you're gonna throw your headphones off and walk out, it's like, well, that's you know yeah, not yeah, no. I have a here. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I,
0: I would, I would kind of come off the back of that as well, and say when, because I have people hit me up all the time. People want to come out and party. People will meet me one week, and then the next week they'll be asking me, you know, can can you come help me skip the line? Yeah, mm. you know, can, any chance like, <laughs> yeah. I get a couple yeah. drink cards? Drinks. <laughs> you know, but like, you your the, the best friend, mm. right? And that that that's fine. Like, if you if you if you want to do that, that's fine. Because I'm probably gonna ignore you, or literally <laughs> <Yeah>. just <laughs> tell you happens like, everywhere. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just gonna tell you no. Like I have no problem being open and honest and saying, no, I'm not gonna give you any drink cards or free entry. Why, why would I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if you wanna be, you wanna make a good impression, um, promoters, DJs, other industry people, in, this thing including everyone. So, you know, photographers or, or people behind the bar and stuff um, is, is a huge one because if you're going to the bar, for example, and you're not, you don't have a any good a good relationship with any of the bar people or um, anything like that, mate, you could wait half an hour to get served. Sometimes oh yeah. it does make a difference. Yeah, <laughs> yeah with, yeah, with everything. Yep. Um, so my my big thing would be, yeah, definitely. Staying humble with with absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. Um, don't just because you've met someone once before. Don't walk around acting like they're your best mate. Mm. Um, same with venues as well. If they give, if they give you an inch, don't take a mile. Mm. You know, if they've given you free entry one night, you know, don't expect that to happen every night. And mm. mm-hmm. when I go out and I bring people out with me, uh, like my mates and stuff too, like I expect them to do the same thing. Like they're representing me in a sense when we're out because I've brought I'm the one that's yep. brought them to club. I've introduced them to everyone. Uh-huh. They're there not to make a fool of themselves. You make a good impression, you, you stick around. Mm. Yeah, spot on. And that's spot good. Yep. And I reckon that's probably a good spot to end it there. We've been yeah. we've been going for a while. I hope we've been a lot of good info in this. Oh yeah, I loved it. Some yeah. of the stories. <laughs> I'm that not sure whether any of
2: it's really that useful. No. <laughs> oh, well. Everyone knows I've got a cooked shoulder.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be surprised that some yeah. of the people listening to this. And I know that some of the people that don't know a lot of what these – uh, venues and stuff we've been talking about are going to go back and you know jump onto the old Facebook pages or yeah. stuff like yeah. that and actually suss them out and see yeah. what we're talking Ooh. about wait the, uh, the, the word oh, oh, what okay. is the yeah. word so we have a, a drink card code word so because these get released at 5 o'clock every Thursday mm-hmm. uh, I mean, and we and have Spice, a few, uh, few listeners that go to Lucky on a Thursday every yeah, week yeah so mm-hmm. we're, we're obviously in the venue every week you can get yourself free drink card if you come and say the code word so that way
1: we know you've listened to the podcast Ooh, right nice mm-hmm. Your turn to pick. Yeah, what do you reckon it could be? Anything. Yeah, related to you, the industry, just a silly word. Anything. Um, Habanero. Habanero, habanero. Yep. what it is me, that? It makes me hungry. I'm thinking a, <laughs> <laughs> a spice. It's <laughs> a spice. Yeah, it's a spice. Oh My God! Sweet. If you, if you <laughs> I did not <laughs> see that coming. I thought it was going to be like code or something. No, no Dildo I feel like that's a bit dog in another venue. Nah, cool. Nah, well, yeah. habanero. So, uh, habanero. Habanero is this week's code where You, you could like find- saying that when you've had a few drinks already. <laughs> 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 but is it? It's a. It's a habanero. Oh, sorry. You don't get a drink. Now. Yeah. <laughs> you, if you can say it to us in a, in a Spanish
0: accent. I'll give you two drink cards yeah. Beautiful. Uh, come find me or Spice on a Thursday uh, if you want to know any more about the podcast you can hit us up on at uh, at the life of the party podcast on Instagram we've got a link in the bio that links us to all our streaming services as well so we're up on Spotify Apple Podcasts um, Amazon, Stitcher, yeah, all so over many the joint. Guys. You, can, you can stream, stream <laughs> it on everywhere. And we're about to crack 500 streams on Spotify, mm. which is pretty cool. Mm, yeah. um, so 500 people want to listen to us, which is interesting. Yeah, so <laughs> <fun> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I said, hit us up at the Life of the Party podcast. We'll be back next week uh, as always. Thursdays, 5 o'clock. Come find me and Spice tonight. Because tonight we are—I mean, we'll be downstairs. We'll yeah. be partying. Come Every find Thursday. us for a uh, come find us for a drink card if you know the code word. Habanero. <laughs> Remember it. Yeah, and uh, we'll see you next week. Hope you got some good info out of that. Have yeah. a good one.
1: You. Yep.